Hello and welcome to episode 17 of CFFC, A Tactical View. My name is Chapin Zeal. I'm your host. I appreciate you joining me today. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow it and get it to more Chicago Fire and MLS fans. And if you do leave me a five-star rating and write a review, I will read it off here on the podcast and give you a personal shout-out. So, looking at last week's match, we are looking back at July 23rd, where the fire took on Vancouver up in uh, up in Canada at BC Place. And the starting lineup... For the fire, usual lineup of four, uh, formation of 4-2-3-1, Gaga and goal, and then right to left, you have Sekulic, Tehran, Shihos, and Miguel Navarro, and then Federico Navarro and Maurizio Pineda filling in for Gaston Jimenez as your holding midfielders, and then Mueller, Shakiri and Gutierrez as the more forward, more attacking midfielders, and John Duran at their number nine. So the first twelve to twelve to fifteen minutes or so were really dominated by the fire. They came out on the on their front foot, were really pressing high, instantly uh, controlled. Pretty much the entire the entire again that first ten to fifteen minutes uh some good good attacking movement inside of their own inside of their own penalty box between shakiri and and Mueller and Gutierrez Duran all of them those uh more f- front four players were really really making some good diagonal runs in and out unfortunately, nothing really. Really fruitful came of it. Shakiri had had a left footed shot that he put over the over the crossbar so and wasn't too threatening. Vancouver had a couple of decent counterattacks, had a had a shot off the crossbar, but nothing nothing beyond that. So looking specifically at the thirteenth minute, the fire lose the ball uh out on the left hand side after a decent spell of possession. And give Vancouver a throw in, but they throw the ball away and give it right to Federico Navarro, who wins the ball along that left hand side about halfway in there in the fire's attacking half. He passes it into the center to Shakiri, who takes one, one or two touches from left to right, takes a right footed shot from about 20 yards out, pretty much straight out from goal, and tucks it into the bottom right corner. To put the fire up 1-0 nice and early in the match. Again, 13th minute. After pretty much all all fire possession up till that point and all fire fire attack. They were they were, as I had said a moment ago, they were very under control of the match from the start. So it was not surprising that they did end up taking that taking that advantage early in the match. So into which it was also nice to see Shakiri getting on the score sheet with a, a right-footed shot that was not a a penalty. So good to good to see him score always nice when your when your uh, designated player gets on the score sheet for you which is a big big reason that the fire brought him in. So then into the 30th minute Pineda has the ball center uh, right around midfield. Uh, 
He plays a ball up over top to Gutierrez and Van over on, out on the left-hand side. Vancouver are able to win the ball, play it forward, but Pineda wins the ball immediately. And he dribbles forward, passes it left to Miguel Navarro, making an overlapping run, who plays it right back to Pineda and then plays it forward and center to, to Duran, right on the edge of the penalty box. Plays a really nice through ball to Gutierrez, making making a run inside of the penalty box. He controls it about six yards out. Cuts inside and is able to beat two defenders and take a take a shot, but unfortunately it was it was deflected wide left of goal. So good attacking, good attacking play, good ball movement. Uh, nice to see Pineda after he after he lost the ball um, ends up fighting to win it win it back immediately and get that attack going forward. So then just a few minutes later, rolling into the 37th and 38th minute, another good spell of possession by the fire. It ends with Gutierrez on the left-hand side, just outside of the penalty box on the goal line. He passes it back to Pineda inside of the penalty box, out uh, still on the left-hand side, about 16 yards out. Takes a right-footed curled shot to the far post. And it clanks off the off the upright, right down at, at the ground. And it goes off a Vancouver defender. Looks like it may go in for an own goal, but goes out for a corner. And on the ensuing corner, it was played short and then played into the penalty box. Uh, Shehos gets his head on it, but unfortunately it was it was an easy save. So nice, nice, uh, nice, nice effort by Pineda. Unfortunately, it didn't go in, but it was it was a good good strike. Um, not something that you necessarily expect from him. Uh, it it was it appeared as though it kind of caught the keeper off guard and wasn't wasn't expecting it. Um, but again, unfortunately, it went off the off the upright, which it would have been a beautiful strike if it had made it in. So then into stoppage time of the first half, and the fire turned the ball over in their defensive half. Vancouver crossed the ball in from, from the right-hand side, and Shehos is back defending, and the attacker gets his toe on it and pokes it towards goal. And Gaga ends up making a really nice quick reaction save with his right hand. Uh, it was down to his right hand side and he, he did well to instantly drop down and, and get his hand down to it as the ball was starting to trickle a little bit behind him. So that was, that was, other than early in the match where they had a shot off the crossbar off of a counterattack, that was really the only time the fire were were under any type of any type of real pressure. A few stats from the first half, real quick. Uh, possession, the fire had sixty eight percent compared to thirty two for Vancouver. Fire out shot him 10 to 5 with two shots compared to one being on target for the fire compared to Vancouver. So, um, outside of the shots on target, 
Which, again, Vancouver's came at, at the very end of the first half. Uh, the fire really, really dominated, really showed that that they were looking to win win three in a row. They came into Vancouver with two. They were they were planning on leaving with with three points. So into the second half, though, Vancouver came out far more aggressive and were much more on their front foot, forcing the fire onto their back foot. And within the first 10 to 15 minutes, Vancouver really dominated the ball and dominated attack. So 53rd into the 54th minute, the fire lose the ball, and that is that is a a normally I'm gonna gonna kind of give it away right here, but normally when the fire give up a goal, it is on a a silly foul or giving the ball up in a poor position which they almost almost gave it away in the first half and here in the second half it happens they lose a ball around midfield on the right hand side Vancouver are able to play it back move it to the left hand side dribble back to the midfield and into the into the center of the pitch and switch it out to the fire's right hand side and Vancouver are able to collect it about 10 yards from goal, play it to the right corner of the penalty box, and a chip to the play a chip to the far post. And the striker is able to get his toe on it and poke it past Gaga on the volley. Not much he can do about that one. To end up leveling the score, 1-1 in the 54th minute. Now. Uh, the goal scorer Cavallini for Vancouver. He did a did a good job to peel away from Shehos as he got caught uh, just for a moment watching the ball roll to the to the corner of the penalty box and that that pass that chip pass to the far post was taken first time. So not much reaction time for him. So unfortunately, again, Cavallini was able to just make that, make that couple of steps away to create just a yard, yard and a half of space to end up getting, getting onto the end of the ball. So then just a few minutes later into the 60th minute and Gutierrez took a, took a pretty good shot to the head. He was he was going to press the ball in the fires uh, defense or attacking half, and as Vancouver looked to clear the ball, he took a shot in the head with that pass and went down for a couple of minutes. So then Torres, Jairo Torres ends up coming on for him, and he goes on to the right hand side, which switches Mueller out to the left hand side. So then in the 66th minute, John Duran hits a header over the crossbar. The fire had a free kick on the left-hand side in their attacking half. Vancouver were able to defend it, but the fire were able to quickly recover possession, switch it to the right-hand side. Pineda put a nice uh, cross into the penalty box, and Duran was able to outjump the defender to win the header. But again, unfortunately, it went up over the crossbar to keep the score at 1-1. So then just a few minutes later in the 75th minute, 
Vancouver are able to have a quick counterattack and get in 1v1 right in the middle of the penalty box with Gaga. And he makes a wonderful save with, uh, against a shot that went, that was going between his legs. He, he stayed, stayed low and, and, uh, more or less ended up sitting on the ball and, and shutting that attack down. So then just a minute later in the 76th minute, the Fire are able to win a corner. They play it to the near post and Sekulic flicks it on and the ball makes it to the center of the penalty box and it it knocks around for, for a second. Mueller is able to win it. Does a really good job of, of using his body and, and fighting to, to win the ball. Gets it out onto the left hand side, right on the right on the end, end line at the on the left hand side of the penalty box. He crosses it up into the far post, and Shehos gets up over everyone else, heads it in to put the fire up two one over Vancouver in the seventy sixth minute. He the keeper was was shifting to to the right hand side, keeper's left. And she host knocked it back across goal. Uh, no chance the keeper was going to do anything about it. It was it was a really nice header. And um, I tell you what, that's one thing no one was necessarily expecting she host to be doing this season. But he's he's been doing well. Uh, he's got three goals on the season. I know that's not a ton, but when Shakiri is the top goal scorer with only four goals. Three goals all of a sudden looks a lot more impressive considering he is your left uh, left center back. So, and I know that's a couple of on a couple of uh, earlier this week, one of the one of the home matches he he was able to get his head on a corner and put it in. And again, it wasn't a corner, but on another cross, able to able to rise up and get his head on it to to knock it into the back of the net. So then, in the 85th minute, you had a a little another little change. Pineda was was cramping. Looked like his left hamstring or left or right hamstring or right calf was cramping. So. In his place comes Fabian Herbers, and he goes into that holding midfield role where Pinedo had been playing, which is not a normal position for Herbers, but and he didn't have a long time to play there. But I will say he did look he did look fairly competent there. He looked more competent in, at holding midfielder than than Sekulic sometimes does at right back. So. I was a little nervous when they put him into that role, but in the end, he, he, I felt, personally, I felt like he did a, a pretty good job with it. So then, right at the end of the match in the 90th minute, Jairo Torres is able to win the ball back in the Fires defensive penalty box, and they have a counter through the middle and get it up to Shakiri. He plays it left to Mueller just inside of the penalty box and he stands up the the Vancouver defender, takes a couple of touches and gets by him and curls a really, really beautiful right-footed shot to the far post 
up into the top hand corner and it is a fire victory 3-1 that he's he tries it a lot it's one of his he can do it he seems to be able to or at least he's willing to try doing it uh with his right foot or his left foot but that was that was a beautiful strike just again he stands up the defender kind of eyes him up What's he going to do? I'm going to take a step, move to my right, take a touch, and curl it curl it into that far, far top corner. Really nice strike. Nothing nothing the keeper was going to be able to do about it. Uh, and again, Fire end up winning 3-1. to one. It is their first ever victory in Cascadia. So against uh, Vancouver, Seattle, or Portland. So making some history under Ezra Hendrickson, really nice to see that. And overall, they just they 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 dominated the match, sixty-one percent possession. They outpassed them, five hundred and fifty-seven completed passes to three hundred nineteen. Uh, Sixteen total shots compared to seven shots. The only the only complaint I have is Vancouver had three of their seven shots on target while the Fire only had four of their 16 shots on target. Now, yes, that is uh, four of those on-target shots resulted in three goal, or three of, three of those on-target shots resulted in goals. But I feel like you can still improve the, improve the, the goal-scoring accuracy and and in this match it it may not have mattered but in in matches where you're only getting like Vancouver did it in in this one where you're only getting seven eight nine shots you need a higher percentage of them being on target and they still took a handful of shots from from way way out but Again, I I don't want to be nitpicking and being critical when you win 3-1. But there are some shots from 25, 30 yards out that should have never been taken that were 10 yards off target. Um, So that would be my, my main... That would be my main complaint on on this match. If I were to pick anything out is is the shot selection still needs to improve... Their their crosses were way down. That made me happy. They only had took uh, only had nine crosses on the match. I feel like when they when they keep the ball on the on the floor more and and play more passes inside of the penalty box and make more of their 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 crisscrossing runs inside of the penalty box, I feel like they they end up being more more productive with their goal scoring. One player I want to highlight real quick though and and give some give some compliments to and and some shout outs to um everyone's obviously is going to be talking about about Mueller and Shakiri both getting a goal and an, an assist each. Um, but the, the one, one player that I've, I've talked about every now and then I've, I've mentioned kind of in passing here and there, 
winning winning the ball back for us, win, uh, making some good passes, and getting a few assists here and there is is Federico Navarro. Um, I I he's he's kind of a player that I I feel like is is kind of flying under the radar. I've been impressed with him throughout most of the season. Again, nothing to where it's like I I need to I need to highlight him specifically. I I I know he had an assist in this one. He scored a couple of matches ago, but I figured it was kind of time to to give him some sort of shout out. He is he's fourth in the league for for total tackles and third in the league for tackles one. Uh, 73 total and 45 of them are one. He does a good job of, of winning the ball back for the fire high up the field, deep, deep in their own defensive half, shutting down, shutting down, um, the opponent's attacks. So it's, it's alongside usually Gaston Jimenez, they have a good partnership, and then in this match with Pineda stepping in, um, it was it was a pretty seamless seamless uh, transition, and I feel like Federico is a big reason for that. Um, he can he does a good job controlling that midfield. It doesn't doesn't pass a ton, but he passes accurately in this. In this match, um, he had a passing accuracy of ninety-five point seven. It was third on third best on the team, and the three players who had better than him only had uh, single-digit passes. So he does a good again, wins the ball back, plays it forward, keeps keeps possession of it for us. is a is a good little good little hard worker there in the middle of the pitch, right where you need someone like that. So. Federico Navarro, that's your that's your two minutes here on CFFC, a tactical view. So now we look ahead to Saturday, July 30th, where the Chicago Fire take on Atlanta United FC up at Soldier Field. Kickoff is at 4.08 p.m. The So the Fire earlier in the season lost 4-1. to one. Against Atlanta, and that is the only thing that has me a little bit nervous about this match. I feel with how with how the Fire are playing currently, with how uh, with how Atlanta is playing, a little bit erratic. Not not let's see, only one win in their last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven matches. Other than that, three, four losses and two draws. So I feel like they're they're definitely a beatable team. Again, the only thing that makes me a little nervous is is the fact that the Fire lost to them earlier in the season. But that was also down in Atlanta, where they have a a pretty good a pretty good home home atmosphere. So. The so as we talk about that, looking at the standings, it's nice to say that Atlanta is down in twelfth on twenty four points, and the Fire are up in ninth place. 
That is right. We are back in single-digit standings in the Eastern Conference on 26 points. So there, there. It's a tight. It's a tight race. Wins and a couple wins here and there. A couple losses here and there. You can move up and down, or you know, you can move up really quick or drop really quick in just a matter of a few matches. So. Again, a couple of weeks ago, I don't think anyone was necessarily expecting the fire to be up in ninth place. Just a couple of positions out of the playoff spot. But Atlanta, they, they, again, they're, they're a couple of spots below us, a couple of points behind us, but they still do have a quality team with, uh, Tiago Almada, with, um, Joseph Martinez. They can they can assist they can score um, they they are definitely a team that if if you're not on on your game defensively that they can put up some some goals against you as we learned earlier in the season and, um, but again with how they've been playing recently I I and with how the fire are playing the fire looked really really good against Vancouver they're their the second half they were came out a little bit a little bit shaky a little bit hesitant but they were even after going down or giving up that goal to go 1-1 they were still able to to keep their composure and it took a little while but they were able to to get the go ahead goal and eventually the third goal so i feel like they're they're feeling more and more confident with each other uh, defensively in the attack, Carlos Tehran, he's been, he's been really good filling in for Amsberg with that left foot injury. Um, he's looked really, really solid back, uh, back playing, playing at right center back, but he's also looked, looked threatening, uh, along with Shehos on the corners and on set pieces. So it's, so uh, and, as as Torres starts to get more and more minutes, uh, trying to still recover from that that little hip injury, they're they're starting to gel a little bit uh, more and more each each match, and it's starting to come off in the in the results. Um, and with Gutierrez filling in for Torres, it's certainly uh, it's certainly not a not a step down. He does a great job filling in and um, some really nice passes. He works hard. He presses. He presses well. He's he's getting some good chances on goal. So I I don't want to get overly confident. I am not overly confident because it's the fire, of course. But at the same time, with how they're playing, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Going into going into Saturday against Atlanta, that they should come out with with worst case scenario. I expect a draw. Obviously, best case they win, but I don't feel like a loss is is on the table with with how the two teams are are currently currently looking. So, with that in mind, and the fire in ninth place. They are only two points behind Cincinnati, who are in seventh, which is the last team to make it into the playoffs. 
So realistically, you you have Cincinnati and Charlotte just ahead of you, and I know there's still several several matches to go, but you're not in a bad position. You guys win, Cincy and Charlotte lose. All of a sudden, you're in the playoffs. All you got to keep doing is doing what you're doing. If that makes any sense, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep going out there, playing well, stringing the passes together like like they have been. Taking good opportunities, start taking maybe some better better options in terms of their shots. So again, like I had said earlier, when you have the matches against teams that you may not have as much possession, where you're only getting seven or, or eight shots, you're still getting four or five of those on target, and ideally two or three of the two or three of those into the back of the net. So. Don't forget, Saturday, July 30th, 4.08 p.m., Soldier Field, Chicago Fire taking on Atlanta United FC. Go Fire!